house can't keep working like this. This grave shift is like a slave shift. What's up, y'all? I'm Taj. What up, what up, what up? I'm D'Angelo. And welcome to the From the Plantation to the Station podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank yes. you, everybody, who's tuning back in. And yes. And with us. That's right. Um, we're here for another one. That's right. Here. It's been a rough-ass motherfucking week, but yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Thank God we're here. And we're here to yeah. drop off some baggage. We're here to talk some shit. We're here to... Go through some, you know, some therapy, as um, D'Angelo would always say. It's therapeutic, which I think so, too. It's always good to talk and to you. And you know guys. I'm about to touch on that. Right. So, so yeah. Well, <laughs> what are you sipping on? Um, So, I'm chilling. I had some tea. Uh, I, was, I literally just finished a, a therapist session. So, that's why I saw oh, it. Oh, it up. But, okay. yeah, literally just finished the session. Um. And had to get prepared, but um, yeah, I was sipping some t- green tea. Now I'm on some water. I'm chilling. I love um, green tea. Yeah, it, it gets me together. Um, and I think that is this segment may you know Taj and I to the audience. Taj and I <laughs> discuss how this may transform into something else, like just how you feeling or what you're doing type of thing. Oh, what was the way you said? Who you uh, said? Oh. How's your heart? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's from, uh, if y'all don't know, uh, uh, it's called Busy Being Black, a mm-hmm. podcast. I would highly encourage anybody to listen to it, but that's how he starts his shows. But yeah, oh, no. How's, how's, your how's your heart sounds very like... It's heavy. It could be heavy. But it, it could, could be, be like... heavy, but it also sounds like <laughs> like I'm on like Sesame Street or something or Barney. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how's your heart? <laughs> Dang, I thought you were gonna say something even deeper than that, but no, yeah, it could be either that or somebody like literally thinking, like, damn, it's beating. What you mean? How's my heart? Like, mm-hmm. it's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, that is. Um, but no, I think yeah, I, we we said that to say because I feel like lately I haven't been, you know, drinking an alcoholic beverage like that that mm-hmm. much. I've been really on my like water gang and trying to drink more like juice more stuff like that so and then i even with with d'angelo i mentioned in green tea like i'm really starting to try to get into tea more and i don't know maybe it's because i'm just getting a little bit older and worrying about you know being more health wise what you put in your body and stuff like that not saying i ain't never going to drink but i'm just saying um so yeah we're going to go into our relax relate release um if this is your first time listening we go into this signature segment every time it's basically we were kind of rant rant um about something that you know we may be feeling or not feeling but Mm -hmm. we kind of just pull it all in back together so we relax we relate to it it may relate to you know may not relate to neither one of us or maybe one of you guys but and then we just release relax relax you gotta release it (laughs) (laughs) end of part but yeah, yes, right. uh, um, I'm going to go if you don't mind because it's good. No, good. I just want to talk about these gas prices um, <laughs> and having a car or not. So I'm on the East Coast. You know, I'm a pedestrian. I commute. I take the trains. But, you know, I've been considering having a car because I'm not in New York City anymore and I'm in New Jersey. So a car is more... Uh, 
it's suitable. Like you can, it's more convenient. That's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. Um, however, <laughs> it's so much cheaper if I don't. So I'm right next to a train that I can catch and go to wherever I need to go. But I had a moment where I had to realize, I'm like, wow, like, you know, if I had a car right now, I would be paying insurance, a car note or not a car note, but paying for the maintenance for the car, whatever I own and um, and anything else, you know, for a car, easy pass, all that tolls. I don't worry about that because I don't have to. However, again, it's like, what are you paying for convenience? So I had to relax and relate to what is most convenient for me and what I'm willing to pay for, for convenience and just a need, a necessity. You know what I mean? Like I may need a car now, um, but long story short, I'm grateful that I don't have to worry about these gas prices. (laughs) You say that now, but I think Uber and them, they're doing some shit at the driver. So the cost and the Uber and all of that stuff may go up. Shit, it may go up on the trains. You never know. Yeah. Oil and gas is that shit is needed for everything. So just, Damn, Tyre. That's why I, I mean, I not the bust of bubble. <laughs> 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 it ain't hit y'all yet, but it might. No, 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 no. I get you though. Yeah, it goes both ways. But yeah, I had to just relax, relate, release to that. Um, and then real quick too, I just wanted to throw in without getting too heavy, too long, too deep, but just um prayers to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's happening right now in the world, uh, and I say the world because we don't know how this is affecting all of us, but connecting to gas and oil, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, like it, it's in, it inflated and in, in fluctuation at the moment because of what's happening. And I just had to say a special prayer for just like the people who are homeless have nowhere to go and not just fleeing their homes or fleeing a country. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and just not too long ago, um, there was a bombing, uh, if I'm not mistaken, at a maternity ward. And um, what was it? Mater- it was a hospital maternity ward. The point was that women and children were just killed in a whole building. And that's just, you know, something that we don't, even think about, let alone have to worry about. So if you're a praying person, I just encourage you to just shout out a prayer and just send your love and positive vibes to Ukraine right now. Like we don't know what's happening. I pray to God this doesn't get worse, but we don't know what's happening right now. But that's as least I can say with the knowledge that I know of what's happening. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So much I want to say about it, but I can't. <laughs> no, no, I feel you. I mean, shit is real. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, like you said, I think some of that stuff is just like, it's how evil could you be? Like that, mm-hmm. ugh, it's really it's not some Hitler shit. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> my relax, relate, release is still in the world of politics. Um. I don't know. As much as we don't be trying to talk about it, we talk a lot about it. So, right. But go ahead. I feel, but I also <laughs> feel like they make it their way to so and put it in our face so that we can know about it and have to talk about it. But anyway, okay. I'm not going to be that long because mine's is definitely a rant and I'm kind of just like over the whole Joe Biden situation, the whole presidency. Uh, like it's not my dude. president. 
he's job president. Y'all wanted this nigga in office and we got him. He's been doing one thing after another that's just been pissing me the fuck off. But the one that just really pissed me off is this whole, oh, Americans need to get back to work. We need to fill in our downtown areas. We need to start, you know, people need to start eating out at lunch and having lunch dates and this is that and other again. Like, you need, nobody needs to work from home. He's trying to make it so that way nobody can work from home or it's not was unmandatory to work from home, which I think he's ridiculous. First of all, I think... A lot of jobs have been saving a lot of money, first of all, businesses, offices, because they don't have to put all these people and spend all this money on having these people in the office. Secondly, it has they have been it has been known facts that statistics say a lot more employees have been getting a lot more work done because they have been home. Now, I can't really say the mm. same for myself, but sometimes it's i don't know depends i guess on the job and what you do but anyways i'm just a little bit frustrated because i understand like you were saying i think we talked a little bit about this before d'angelo like you know mm -hmm. with inflation and stuff like that like you know we have more money so i mean we we need we have the dollars so let's, sp let's spend it we want to get you know the money going but at the same time covid just motherfucking happened and you're yeah. trying to have niggas run down run downtown and start, you know, getting sick, and then there'll be another type of fucking outbreak. Like, right. hello? It's, are you more concerned with health, or are you more concerned with wealth? The dollar. He really, he <laughs> really, he's more concerned with the damn dollar. Yeah. And he really, he could care less, because his old ass is out, is, is almost, <laughs> like, it's almost <laughs> like the way out of here. So he don't give a fuck. But anyway, but see, back and, my and relief, just, relax, really, really. Well, fuck I want to add to that, though. Just Go the ahead. idea of, um, you, you and I have talked about it before, but like when it comes to politics, like he's being politically correct and, you know, we catch him being so optimistic and it's great to hear that from a president, especially from where the fuck we came from in the past four years or so, whatever. Um, but to hear a president be optimistic, like, oh, we can do this. You know, he, um, what is it? Supreme Court. This is the first black person, woman. Mm -hmm. And the Supreme Court, that's been big. Like, he's been doing things or contributing um, to some things. But then when you have to, like, what is it? Uh, I don't want to say dumb down, but where he has to kind of go with, okay, well, shit, at the end of the day, we still need y'all to get out here and make this money. It's like, <laughs> damn, like, you still want me to be out here and and and, and make money and make the economy better by mm -hmm. contributing but you know that it, it just i don't know it's that balance of being political for me that i get from him i guess i mean i'm just i guess i'm playing devil's advocate yeah i'm, I'm what i was saying <laughs> i'm not sold he's just not getting my vote for the next term and that's my relaxed relate release fuck joe biden and yeah i'm good well this is kind of a smooth segue to our sub subject or topic. Um, but what we're going to talk about is handling second jobs. Mm -hmm. So with Biden saying, get out here and work and do whatever, like, okay, so now we're expected to do more than we're already at or required to do at our present job. You know, Hold, like, on, hold on, but before, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean, mean to cut you off, but you, you made a point. He said, let's get out here and work where we, he's not the only one saying that. I think just the other day I heard Kim Kardashian telling people they should work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know I went off in my head? Like, I couldn't, no. 
What's your thoughts, real quick? Like, yeah, can we talk about that real quick? Go ahead. I mean, well, why not? We talk. This is a podcast about yeah. work, so we can <laughs> definitely talk about Please. it. Please, but I definitely didn't. I think she should have closed her mouth. Like, you have grown. You have came from two parents who were pretty much rich. Your dad is a lawyer. Grew up in Beverly Hills. How could mm-hmm. you tell people like, oh, it's time to get off your ass and work and just put in the work? Like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say the the girl never lift a finger, but like I mean, yeah, you of your all busy people, work is not my work. Exactly, your, your type work of work is, not, work is not. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I thought. So get, please share your thoughts, please. I'm sorry, I ain't I ain't mean to. Just <laughs> I was rocking with you, but yeah, no, it's just like girl, I understand what you mean, and in the sense of being ambitious, determined, self motivated, absolutely, get up off your ass and do the work. However, you are also, you don't realize that your crowd, the people that follow you have nine to five jobs and you never had to lift a finger. You grew up with nannies. Mm-hmm. Even when you were a so-called, and I'm, yeah, if y'all can see me, I'm using air quotes, but a so-called stylist <laughs> for fucking um, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Girl. You were a stylist and still being fed every day. We're talking about people who literally don't know where their children's meal is going to come or have to strategically plan out their budget mm-hmm. in order to provide for the family. You've never experienced that. So just watch your tongue because what she said was not wrong. But mm-hmm. if I heard it from somebody mm-hmm. who worked from the bottom to the top, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 okay to keep your mouth closed, girl. It's okay. You ain't- but I also feel like Kim Kardashian, like, you don't even have to work. You work because you like to. Or on top something. of that, yes. Yeah, like, you that. don't have yes. to work. You can literally post a yes, picture on Instagram and make thousands of dollars. Thousands. Period. So, Already. Yeah. Please. And shut your up, children. Man. Yeah. They're done. They're set. They don't have Absolutely. to do anything. Like, they could do anything good or bad and they're mm-hmm. set yep but <laughs> let's get back on topic i, I just wanted okay. to throw that out there because when you said Ooh, yeah I let's really yeah yeah you and you was like oh yeah <laughs> let's get to work i'm like all i can remember was hearing her voice was saying like yeah just get off your ass and, and work. she was so passionate yeah it's like get off your ass and work like yeah. ugh, i can't stand the way she talked anyways but yeah so Basically, me and D'Angelo wanted to discuss on this episode because we always talk about, you know, having another stream of income and, mm-hmm. you know, there you should always have multiple streams, which I do agree living in this day and age, you need to have more than one job. Now, the thing that we wanted to discuss was picking the right second job, because I always feel like for me, second job is you should not be working that hard. It really should not be something that's totally hard or it's going to prick your brain too much. Or you should be working harder than your first job unless you're making more money than your first job. And then okay. that first job becomes the second job. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but okay. No. I, I, with just that part, I would just say it's balancing um, the income with the workload. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Is my primary job giving me the most income and I don't have to do as much, but then I can do just a little something just to get a little something. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. But if you doing, you got a second job and that job is taking over your first, then it's not balanced. I agree. Does that make sense? No, it does. Okay. 
Um, so I think certain things like, well, so when it comes to a second job and making one available to yourself, I think also you want to look at what work you're going to be doing. So is it going to, if you work, if you're someone who does like hard manual labor work during your, I guess, like full-time nine to five, I personally wouldn't go and get another hard labor working job unless like it's less severe than the first one. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like the second job should definitely be something that you kind of can just like maybe sit back, maybe like a security job or something you can kind of read a book or you just watch people on a hospital floor or something like that. Like, yeah. to me, I think that's that's like the ideal second job. I've never known someone to go and get a second job and be working hard as hell. I'll be like, oh, fuck, I got to do this unless unless. And I will say this, unless you have a situation where you have to raise kids, take care of family, mm. whatever the case may be. Sometimes, you know, I know some single moms, you got to bust ass. You got to take what you can get yeah. and do what you got to do. I was just about to say that, Ty. So <laughs> that's the thing. I think it's just it, it's according to your lifestyle, your mm -hmm. situation and circumstance, because some people get second jobs because literally these two jobs equal a full-time job for somebody else yeah but one job gave me my benefits and 40 hours and i'm good the other one just give me just extra cushion rather yeah. i have a family or not you mm -hmm. know what i mean and i've been in those situations where i had a full-time job full benefits and everything but i was still commuting to a whole nother city and hosting in a restaurant just to get extra coins because mm -hmm. those coins were going to give me my leisure money, my mm -hmm. discretionary income. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of people don't live. A lot of people don't have discretionary income. Let's start there first, yeah. uh, before even thinking about it. You know what I mean? So it's depending on what you're working for and why you have this second job. Um, uh, some people have second jobs because it's improving, um, their knowledge or career that they're seeking you know what i mean mm -hmm. like if you're going for nursing and it's like yeah i got two jobs like i'm working in nursing i'm doing an internship or i'm working um in my field but i'm also working somewhere else because it's giving me some just quick cash mm -hmm. so i i just wanted to be clear with that and saying that like i and we're not trying to say like what you should do Mm -hmm. It just depends on what sector, industry that you're a part of, um, and the lifestyle that you live and want to have. I, I think know people also... that got second jobs to just to be fly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't no wrong with that. Shit, That's what I'm saying. Do. <laughs> no, uh, do but no, I, I wanted to touch on um, just also like with timing too, because I know some people are like, damn, I want another job, but like. Where can I fit fit it in? Like I work nine to five, Monday through Friday. Like mm -hmm. where can I fit in and find the time for this second job? And my thing would be like, you know, sometimes Craigslist has like these little jobs that you can do for four hours sitting down somewhere, or you can go like to I get well, I guess if you get off at five, you couldn't really do this. But I know like after school programs, if you want to like work with kids, like that's only takes like a couple of hours too. Um, yeah. if you do want to do weekends, I think weekends would be another one where you can kind of fit in some more time. It just really depends on 
your lifestyle and what yeah, you do. Like what's your your availability? Yeah. I mean, there's temp agencies. And when we hear these stories about our parents and grandparents to be like, oh, my father worked two jobs and came home four o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning and did like it's grave shift yards, uh mm-hmm. shifts. I ain't doing uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Your lifestyle. <laughs> I can't do no graveyard. My ass is really it's somebody no. sleep. Well, not literally graveyard uh times, but sleep. I can't I, I know you're not talking about graveyard, but I'm just saying oh, like okay, okay, overnight. Okay. Like I cannot yeah, yeah, yeah. do that. No, I, I would did that. I used to work what was it, ten to seven in the morning as a bellhop. I would be sleep, D'Angelo. I was and All don't have me watch, watching City. nobody because I they they would do anything. I would be knocked. I can't even hear them. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I did want to ask you one thing. So how would um damn you just made me forget what I was about to ask about this. Not blaming me. Yeah. But I will say just timing wise, again, you know, it's just figuring out your schedule because for me, it wasn't too hard to do an eight-hour shift and do mm-hmm four hours after for coat check coat check you get mad tips mm. that's that's not even taxed so i used to do that at one point you know? oh i just, just remembered the question sorry okay, boom <laughs> um do you tell so let's just say you get a second job right do you tell your first job or your mm. second job that you have another job I'm so glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. I was going to ask what this topic is conflict of um, interest. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what that is. Um, I think that for me, it's only required mm, if it is a conflict of interest. But at the same time, if you want to take that risk, that's your, your business. But just know that you can be fired because mm-hmm. most of companies who are very distinctive in um, what they do, mm-hmm. what you sign, you're signing off to that. And you say, yeah, I will not work for, if you're working for coach, you're not going to work for Dooney and Burke. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you can't work for Macy's and Neiman Marcus. You can't like, and you sign that um, when you sign up. So in that case, I would say no, mm-hmm. but Neiman Marcus, and then the restaurant next door, <laughs> girl, leave me alone. You can do that, right? I mean, I, honestly, I think you could do both. I've done it before. You just don't say shit. That's right. all. That's what I was saying. I was trying to keep say. your mouth closed <laughs> and you just, yeah, you just and don't, don't be caught. Like, don't be switching your uniform. Where are you leaving? Like, girl, like, be discreet. Nah. Like, yeah. Right. I definitely have been in situations like that where I've worked for two clothing companies and they were kind of like competitors. And at the time, like, I just like both and I wanted the discount at both. So I worked at both until Mm. I got tired of one and I was like, okay, well, I know who I like better now. So, (laughs) oh, wow, that's fun. Yeah, it was. was... Usually it's like the other way around, like where people are just like, shit, I just need to work somewhere. But the mm-hmm. fact that you deliberately or, or were intentional on your choice. Yes, my ass used to work. I've literally been in high school and worked like three jobs at one time. I mean, granted, one of them I only stayed for like a week and then I quit. And well, I just didn't even quit. I just never came back. But yeah. Yeah, I've we're going to spill some uh, a lot more personal. <laughs> Hello? 
professionally and work-wise that I can't believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had over 30-something jobs. Like, Damn. Since I was 16. And like you just said, like, I'd be with one company for, like, two weeks just to get a check because I need to go home. <laughs> like, if you, and and listeners, I do not recommend y'all listen to us and do shit like this because we were young. Oh, yeah, stupid. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we was, like, young and stupid. Don't not go to a job and only stay there for two weeks because you didn't feel like being there no more. Like, no. Well, it depends on how old you are. If you 19, do what you do. You young. Yeah, if you, if you 19 and your mother plus. ain't paying... If no, if you nineteen and your mother is not paying your phone bill, not paying your your car or whatever you got going on, you better stay at that damn job until you get another one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you ain't paying for rent and nineteen, go ahead, you fine. (laughs) (laughs) You said couldn't have been my mother. My mother was on this deal uh, podcast. She was like, "I do not quit that motherfucking job until you get." Oh yeah, my mother. Same thing. Yeah, my mother on that. (laughs) She and she right. was getting me together in her house. Like you are paying rent now. You're mm-hmm. over But it, but it's crazy that we're talking about this because this is just sets us up right. Oh, for the that's next the next segue. You're right. Yes, right for the next topic. So, um, me and Delangelo talked, and we were thinking. Well, we were saying that we definitely want to talk about, you know, the age. Well, I don't even want to say age different. I just want to say age in the workplace. Like yeah. it's this, it's this weird thing that like. Do you ask? Do you not ask? Like, I wonder how old this person is or how old that person is. And honestly, we always say age is not, isn't, um, it's, what was it? Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. Age ain't nothing but a number. (laughs) But, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes it is more than what we say it is. So, no, I think it plays a significant role. Yes. How we interact with each other. Yes. And, I brought this up because I go into my second job once a week and it make, I mean, they make me feel old there because everyone, majority of the people that work there, or I interact with are like 21, 22, 23, mm. 24 year old, like guys that there may be like maybe two or three or four girls that, that work there. But yeah, it's like one guy, I think I had like just randomly asked someone's like, how old are you? And he was like, oh, I'm such and such. And I'm like, wow, like you look really, really like he's like my age, but he looked really young. I would have thought he was one of those, you know, other boy ages. And he was like, and he, I was like, I was like, he's like, you know, we just look good. I think our generation just went outside. We became, we became, <laughs> no, he, seriously, he was like, I know he was serious. That's what he I'm was like, we were oh, kids. Shit. He was like, we were kids longer. So like, that's why we still mm. look this young. And even the, one of the other Ooh. young girls, yeah, one, one of the other young girls, she was like, yeah, she was like, because y'all looks really young. Y'all look like y'all can be our age. And I was like, well, sweetie, black don't crack. That's the first thing. I mean, pretty much everybody in there is black, but I think he made a point. Like these kids now, um, no, they don't really, really have time point. to be kids. You know, yeah, they don't interact. Really they don't go outside. They're on iPads and shit all day. So it's like, do y'all are y'all really kids or y'all just being like robots that are just watching TV screens all day? You know? Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, D'Angelo's like taking also, it all in. Yeah, I'm like trying to like process it all but also with that is I, what i can speak to is um like i have a baby face if that's what you want to call it <laughs> or just i look younger my body says otherwise but 
Um, and the grade says otherwise, but it's like we didn't have to stress as much as the previous generation. Mm-hmm. And maybe that also, oh my God, I guess this, yeah, this is real. Like we didn't have to worry as much. And that worry and stress and anxiety wears on you. Mm-hmm. And the ones that was like 10 years before us versus us 10 years, you know, from like who you were speaking about, mm-hmm. like we're closer to them because like they were saying, like we didn't have to worry about that. And they really don't have to worry about a lot of stuff. They mm-hmm. are not out as, or damn, like active, I guess mm-hmm. is, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm also like really people Oh, going to age and work. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Age and work. Me being at work um, and being around people who are 10 years younger than me, they think I'm their age. So I can <laughs> tell immediately how they be speaking to me. All this, no cap and shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, it took me months to understand or understand what that means. Like... <laughs> And I barely still do. My that was, that's just one example. But they just be saying shit, and I'd be like, "What?" Meanwhile, again, I'm, you know, I'm like in a managerial position, so I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about, but you didn't clock in, and you still in hours. So mm-hmm. this is what I'm talking about. Fix this shit, and they're like, "Oh yeah, what up? What up?" And I had to tell one dude. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. I had to tell one dude. Again, young. Um, he just was talking to me. He like, yeah, you know, cause this shit. And da, da. I'm like, he kept saying shit. I'm like, why is he talking to me like this? And then I was like, oh, did such and such help you? And he was like, oh yeah, shorty came over here earlier. Mm. And da, da, da. And I literally, once he said that, I was like, listen, I said, brother to brother and black man to black man, I'm letting you know, like there's a certain way that you can speak and still get your point across, but you don't have to, um, be disrespectful in a sense like Mm -hmm. i forgot how i like really worded it but my point in telling him was just there's a decorum not you know hide who you are i'm not telling you not be who you are and where you are but there's a decorum and a professionalism that you need to have and he immediately got it i was shocked he's like oh he's like i understand i got you but my <laughs> thing is, how the hell did you even go into an interview talking about some year shorty over there? Well, he probably didn't in an interview. But I'm. this is just, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying I was interviewing him at this mm-hmm. time. Oh, I wouldn't oh. accept him. This is while he's working. I, oh. I would have totally let him go. I told you I, had to, I refused one interview when the dude was high as him. He was what? high as hell. What? In a hoodie. Scully and I'm like, and came to an interview with a hoodie and Scully. He was high as fuck, mm. and I had to. That's a whole nother story. No, I'm anyway, talking about a young man that was already accepted. He's on the floor. You know, I'm dealing with him, and I have to like watch his numbers or whatever. And I had to approach him. I'm like, okay, what's going on with your work? And the way he was just speaking to me was just very, very street. Which was okay, cool, bro. Like outside of here, we could talk like that. But here, like, I need you to have a little more discretion. I need mm. you to be more professional. And hopefully I, I don't know, aided or gave him something. Um, and again, going back to my point, it's not about code switching and being fake. 
because mm-hmm. I can never be fake, but there's a time and a place, period. Yeah. You know, and we don't have to uh, present ourselves in, in, in a stereotypical way. Yeah. Ooh, I'm I'm trying to wrap it up and not be so <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm I mean this is good though cuz I'm like I'm I really want I guess like our listeners to be able to like handle situations or hear stories about, you know, age in the workplace because I don't think that like it's always this thing that we never kind of really talk about. And I wanted to also ask you so how do you feel about being managed by either someone who's younger than you or older than you? Like, can you, I mean, I'm pretty sure most of our bosses don't just flat out come out and tell us like, hey, yeah, um, I'm such and such age or I'm older than you. So like, Mm. how can you determine that? Like, like my boss right now, well, I have two. So one of my managers is definitely younger than me. And I mean, she's cool. We talk certain things like that, but I can tell like, I just wouldn't tell her certain things because she kind of is like, She's a good manager, but she I feel like she fraternizes with her team a little bit too much. And she's a little too like hold their hand, want to know oh, if okay. she's like likable by everybody. I'm like, girl, who why do you care about that? Are you here is to do is make sure they get their jobs done, which I think she does has these moments where she kind of just be like, I'm gonna put my foot down. They need to make sure they're doing this and that and the other. But then I'm like, there'll be times where I see you oh, over there joking and playing around and fondling. But then my other manager who I also, I'm not really sure how old she is. I know she is older, more mature. I just don't know if she's older than me because she just like briefly talked about going out for a weekend with her girlfriends and getting drunk. And she was like, yeah, I'm having a hard time recovering. I think it's old age. So, yeah. Yeah. Clear indication. Yeah. Clear indication she's older. But still, I don't know if she's older than me. I mean, I feel like people in their late 20s be like, yeah, I'm old now. Well, no, I think um, it, it, it really depends. I feel like that 10-year mark makes a difference. And five years, mm, okay. But 10 years is a very distinctive um, amount of time <laughs> for us to be apart. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend, and we joke about it. Like, at 9-11, she was in preschool. No, kindergarten, she said. And I was in 11th grade. Like, girl. We Wait, have- she was in preschool? She said kindergarten. We're oh, 10 years apart. Wow. And y'all was But she's together? so mature and wise, but she's also very her her age. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, but she keeps me balanced because she reminds me of like what's happening now. You know what I mean? Like I'm listening mm-hmm. still to music that came out in 2002 thinking that this shit is <laughs> what? Like I'm out here, I'm chilling. And she listening to it. She's like, oh, I remember when I was growing up listening to this. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> 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 so, so that's the shit they say years, to me at work too. <laughs> yeah, like you could be playing um, okay, let's say Tweet. These uh-huh. kids don't know who Tweet is. No. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like, anyway, well, I okay. Forgot what I was playing at my homegirl, she was like. She's like, yeah, that was cool back in, like, 2005. I was like, what? <laughs> Don't try to play me, girl. Right. I graduated high school in 04. Oh, oh my God. 
So, but no, uh, again, with age and the workplace, I had both situations um, with managers who were younger and older than I, than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, my manager was younger than me, but only about five years. But once she realized how old I was, things like made more sense for her. And, and when I'm, I'm saying this because she said it to me, too. Like, mm-hmm. and I get this frequently from people when they're like, oh, when I found out how old you were, I'm like, yeah, they think differently because it's, who are you talking to? Let alone <laughs> when they find out <laughs> where I came from. Right. They're like, oh, and you from Detroit? Okay. Now it makes sense. Because I was trying to be very respectful <clears throat> um, to her. But at the same time, she was just doing shit that just didn't make sense to me right so i would address those <laughs> moments so to speak um and i was an issue but again when people just kind of realize how old you are and like how to deal with you i don't think it's something that should be a determining factor like i said i have a very good friend where we're 10 years apart but we are able to balance each other so i think it's just about acknowledging people who as adults first First, mm-hmm. if you need to be an adult. I, I don't fuck with 18, 19 year olds. No. <laughs> you twenty-one, you barely there. Like I'm way above you. I'm old so enough would to you, be your parent. So would you prefer working with people your age or older or younger? Because you I I feel like you kinda like working with younger people because like you said, they kind of keep you like what's going on now type of thing. Like uh, or would you question. like a balance, like a mixture? I prefer not managing children. <laughs> That's what I don't know. Not the twenty-one-year-olds and all. Like I, I know. I rather manage people who are my age, but I don't mind who manages me. Okay. So it doesn't because matter if you're in that position. You're in that position for a reason. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I trust that. Hmm. Damn, Taj, you made me voice all that. I ain't even, I want, I didn't even think that deep. I mean, yeah. that's a topic. If you that's manage topic. me, <laughs> no, I know. But if you manage me, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if you were younger or older. It's just if you make sense. But me managing, no, not kids. I can't. Like, they're. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the kids. I think they're fun, but I just think that I definitely see the difference with working with people my age and older versus someone younger, I think like, and I don't want to call them kids because they're still, I mean, they have a job so they're young adults. I just Mm -hmm. think that I don't think work, I'm not going to say it's a priority for them, but I think they still try to see the type of fun as it versus it just, hey, I'm going to work every day. Like they kind of, you know, you just try to make it fun, which I think you should. And I think when I was their age, I tried to make work fun like that too. Just it was just mm-hmm. a different environment, I I would say. So definitely can relate. But um I think we're that's no, that's a topics. really good per- yeah. perspective though. Perspective, yeah. No, um, and but, just to add with that real quick, I I just will say it again depends on what capacity you're working in and mm-hmm. you know what's fun for you or what's um inviting for you because there are older people who work in these jobs and this is their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, This is what they dedicated themselves to. The company, we spoke about this before. 
Um, but what they decided, this is what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Versus, and they know when somebody comes in where it's just like, oh, you're only going to be here for about a year. You're <laughs> just doing this to get a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've worked with these older people that worked at Macy's for 50 years, mm-hmm. never became mm-hmm. a manager. And mm-hmm. they've been selling clothes for years. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I said fifty. Okay, I'm exaggerating. Not fifty. You, know, but you get my. I worked there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people I worked with at Macy's was fifty years old. That no years like, old. Not working there. Uh, thirty years. Yeah. Oh well, I've worked yeah. With people that's been working there. You know, yeah, me long. too. Working there thirty something years, and they were like, "Yeah, Bobby." Yeah, and they got hair gray and all. <laughs> and you looking at them like, "Girl, I'm just trying to get a shake." Like, what are you talking about? Right. I ain't gonna be here that long. <laughs> right. But no, that's the end of our um, two topics we wanted to discuss with you guys this week. Um, And on to our next segment. So we like to leave you guys before we run off of here um, Mm -hmm. with a relax, not a relax, relate release. I'm I'm still on my relax, relate release because Joe Biden really got me fucked up. (laughs) Oh, you feel some psych boy. You really got me fucked up. For it, but no, I was going to say with our um, our quote, we like to leave you guys every time we, you know, we end the episode, we like to leave with a quote uh, from, it could be from either someone famous or just like some something from our own vocabulary or minds mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Or like D'Angelo likes to always go to the Holy Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Um, but no, do you want to start or do you want to? Yeah, start? I was going to say, well, speaking on that, I'll just go. I have two. Okay. Um, <laughs> Love the quote. The tongue. Yeah. No, but um, uh, I, wish I had the exact quote. Let me see. Because um, I posted in my Instagram. Uh, I can't find it. But basically, it was saying, um, it said, treat yourself the way that your higher being would treat yourself. Mm. Or treat yourself the way that God would treat you. That's right. I love that. So, yeah. And when I read that, I immediately just, it resonated with me in the sense of just, you know, like, your creator, the God, and somebody that you worship and love, the way he treats you, like, why wouldn't you treat yourself that way? Uh-huh. That you are beautiful, that you are protected, that you are forgiven, that you are loved, that you are covered, um, you know, all of that. Like, and, and that just mindset is something that I'm hoping to implement in my daily life. But um, yeah, I heard that in the past few days and I wanted to share that one. The second one, oh, I got to get this one right. This is from another podcast that I listen to. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you're not into drag race. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Bob the Drag Queen and uh, Monet, they have sibling rivalry. Rivalry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the <a laughs> podcast that they have. And he mentioned that he learned this before, and I was trying to research it, couldn't find it. But when you come across certain things or um, issues with your friends or people, you ask yourself or ask them or say, okay, I'm just go to it. I see this 
I feel that and I want that. So if let's say somebody hurts your feelings, like, okay, I see that you went on a vacation without me and didn't ask me. I feel this way. Um, and I want this from you. Mm. So I'll give another example. Let's just say somebody just a friend didn't call you on your birthday. Perfect example. So I see that you didn't call me. See, that's the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one is feel. I feel like my feelings are hurt. I feel, you know, unappreciated. Mm-hmm. And then want is the last thing. And I want you to call me and say happy birthday. That's some deep shit. See, but it's simple. People, it's sim- <laughs> no, it's simple, but it's deep. And some people right. really have a hard time, like, getting those things from like people like maybe it's their pride maybe it's just like mm-hmm. you know whatever is going on but i just know people who would not be willing to and pick I up the phone and tell somebody hey i felt some type <laughs> of way you did this this is what i need from you this is what i want from you yeah so i definitely got i'm that. one of those people Ty, so yeah. <laughs> same <laughs> <laughs> Say, I just want to be clear. I'm like, I damn sure they about to call nobody and be like, damn, I wanted you to uh invite me to your uh day bitch. Yeah. And we let it prolong it to a whole thing where it's just simple. See, feel, want. Mm-hmm. I saw this, I feel this, and I want this from you. Mm-hmm. And you only do that with people that you love, trust, and um, you know, our friends. Mm-hmm. That That's was- it. Those were good. Those were good ones. Um, mine, I, I got a quote out of um, the legendary um, Toni Morrison. She's great. She's yes. amazing. I feel like you quoted her uh, before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Love her. But um, So I'm going to do this quote from her. Um, it says, we live in the world, the whole world, separating us, isolating that's always been their weapon. Isolation kills generations. Mm, okay. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. We live in this, we live in the world, the whole world. Separating us, isolating us. That's been their weapon. Isolation kills generations. Mm. And basically what I got from that is just, you know, it's been something that's been going on. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'll be like soul brother or something on this this podcast because I feel like I'm always talking about like black power, black this, black that. I mean, but I'm going to keep doing it. I don't care because I just love being black and that's what I got from this quote and I'm just like, you know, white people have definitely from the beginning of time Ooh. have been... And that's what I was going to ask you who was they and that. Them. And that. Yeah, okay. the white yeah. people. They always have been separating us, keeping us from each other and honestly, they've been uh. doing a damn good job at doing it. Because I feel like when we come together and we work together, we do so many great things. Ooh, and they know yes. that. They know Wait, that. Taj, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to drag this out a little bit. No, but since ahead. you've identified who they were in that quote, do you mind repeating it again? Because now I feel like I have a different... Good. We live in the world, the whole world, separating us, isolating us. That's always been their weapon. Isolation kills generations. Got it. Oh, now I really got it. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it as, what is it? All lives matter. But now I get it. Some Mm -hmm. black shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
So basically, mm. that's how I mean, I took it as as that, and that's why I was like, this is why she's amazing. This is why yeah. she she does what she does. What she did, what she did, and she's gone. Like she did what she had to do, and that's it. Period. That's Toni Morrison, you said, right? That's right. Um, oh. But as always, guys, um, we hope that you love these quotes. We hope that these can inspire you guys to lead you down the right path. As always, you guys can send us an email at from the plantation to the station at gmail.com or mm-hmm. DM us at Instagram from the plantation to the station. And we did not forget about y'all. The Twitter is still in talks. We still talking about it. We still thinking oh, yeah, about it. Exactly. Yeah. We still thinking about it. So um because somebody I guess if the presidents me. are on it, then we should be on it. Right. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, we may be coming to Twitter. <laughs> but um <laughs> nah, but uh, everybody enjoy. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'ma just end on hey, D'Angelo, no cap. <laughs> and on that in my Pam voice from Martin I'm gonna say peace, peace. <laughs>